The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Happy Friday. Welcome to the end of the week. Hope you've had a great week. Hope you're looking forward to a great weekend. Maybe you're enjoying some vacation time, and we really hope that you are. If you are enjoying it, you're relaxing, finding a great time away from the grinds of life. And we look forward uh, as before you, you get some rest before you get back. Thanks again for joining us today. We are in the book of Ephesians as we finish off the week together. We started this week looking at a list of these topics that uh, God had Apostle Paul put in the Bible in the last part of Ephesians chapter 4. We're going to look at one, if maybe two of these, this morning. And again, what's happening is we go back to verse three, verse 23, be renewed in the spirit of your mind, put on the new man. And so he's referencing certain things that are kind of core. When I put on the new man, these things will be true. There's things I need to strive for, but I'll begin to see these things begin to change. And so Uh, that one, if not both of these, are very much fitting into that premise. And so let's go to verse 28, Ephesians 4, verse 28. It says, Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the thing which is good that he may have to give to him that needeth. One of the things I see, and, and if we go to the next point, same idea in these two verses, talks about the idea of a completely different mindset. So in verse 28, he, he's telling somebody who in their mind is a stealer, he goes, Stop, or a thief, not really stealer, a thief. And uh, those are persons who are thieves to not only stop stealing, but to go to work And when you go to work, now not only do you have, here's what he's saying. When I'm willing to go to work, I will gain what I need, and I'll even have enough to give to others. Talk about a massive transition in Christ, that I leave a a world where I'm just kind of getting by, barely, and I move to the point where now I'm able to help other people. Now, I made a mention that this is a different mindset. Let me tell you why I believe that. There are two different mindsets here. The first mindset, I steal because other people owe me. In today's culture, we call it an entitlement mindset. If people owe me, and we we have a, our minds will create plenty of reason why we believe people owe us. They've had it better than us. They've had a better home life. They've had things, and while some of that is true, the fact is we we could have opportunities that we take to move beyond. In many situations, and in some situations, I've, I've experienced somewhere, it seems like everything is against the person. But the majority of experiences I deal with are people who just won't take the steps necessary for themselves to solve their own struggles. God has given them opportunities and they won't take it. And so that's the mindset. The one mindset is I don't have to work, everybody should give me, and so when they don't, I steal. One of the things I've seen happening, I hear this talked about mostly in California, where these these lootings, they break in the middle of a day, they steal stuff and leave. One of the laws, I guess, if you don't steal X amount of money worth, they don't try you, you're not going to go to jail. And It seems kind of crazy, but what blows my mind is the fact that someone thinks it's okay to break into a store and take $900 worth of stuff. It's not yours. See, but I was reared to think that was wrong. They're like, well, they have insurance. I have a right to it. It's a different mindset. The world says, if you don't have, it's someone else's fault. God says, if you don't have, maybe it's because you're not working for it. So he says, you go away from the mindset of people owe me to, I can work, work with my hands. The ability God has given me, I can use that. I can make money. Because what happens to the mindset? Then I, you understand that if you have enough money to give to other people, do you understand what's happening there? You have enough 
provision for yourself to give to others, which means you have more than you need. If you're willing to change your mindset, go away from people owe me to, I need to work my way and earn my way. God says you will have enough for yourself and you'll be able to give to others. You'll have more than you need. You'll be blessed. It's a mindset. It's a mindset that it's, I am responsible for what I've been given. God's given me the gift and I can move forward in it. Now, some people physically can't work. I get there's a little bit of difference there and our, our government system has a help in that area. But there's a difference between someone who can't work and someone who won't work. And that's, that's the premise he's talking about here. So it's a new mindset. Let's go to number two. Verse number 29, he says, Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. So he starts with corrupt communication coming out of your mouth. What is corrupt communication? It, anything cruel, critical. It could be lying. It could be gossip. It could be you criticizing someone else, making fun of someone else, whatever term it is. You using verbiage, using terminology that is hurtful, hateful, and wrong. You may be getting on someone's case for the way God created them, the way they look, where they come from. Somebody's case because you think you're better than them. Generally, we use our critical speech because we're actually intimidated and we pick on somebody so we can ourselves feel better. Please remember the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. When I speak, it shows everyone else what's going on inside my heart, the hurt the anger, the depression, the frustration, and it often is deflected out in an area of anger towards other people. So what happens? And by the way, in some cases, like going back to anger, you might be reacting to something that somebody said to you, and man, it hurt, and you're, you have, humanly speaking, a valid right to scream at them or whatever it is, but it doesn't solve anything. They come to you and they say something hurtful, and man, I'm going to give them a piece of my mind, and you end up, you end up looking foolish usually. At least that's my experience. For the times that I've reacted or the times that I've seen people react, we end up looking foolish. When it's all said and done, we say things we wish it had, we overreact, and we're like, I can't believe I said that. When we, humanly speaking, we're frustrated, and it's in, it's in the moment, but it doesn't change the fact that we reacted in foolishness. Fortunately, people, you know, we can move on and we can get forgiveness and move on. But let's look at the at this verse because God gives us some specifics of what we should try to do with our speech. Let don't let any corrupt communication be something we say. He goes, but our community should be that our communication should be that which is good to the use of edifying. So before we come to Christ, it makes complete sense, and I'm going to use my voice to criticize other people because I without Christ, feel like I have a human right to say whatever I want. You know, one of the things I love about our country is we have a right to speak our mind. I love that part. We have the freedom of speech and expression. But that doesn't mean we should. If I have an opinion about somebody, it's just my opinion. It doesn't make it right. And the last thing I want people to do is to realize how ignorant I am with that opinion. So if you've got an opinion that's critical and you share it, all you've done is proven to everybody else who you really are. What we need to do is use our speech for edifying. So it's, here's the problem. It's natural to use our speech to be critical. It's easy. Our mind runs to anger and runs to criticism and runs to gossip so quickly. And yet God is saying, I need to use my speech for edifying. You know what that means? I need to stop doing what's natural to my human side and let the Holy Spirit take over. Because being, using it for edifying takes grace of God. It isn't amazing how we are naturally critical, but to use our voice for good is something we've got to think about. 
as I, a renewal of the mind, as I grow in Christ, I will look, in my, natu- my nature to be cruel will still be there, but the part of me that is growing will help me to see how I can encourage the same person otherwise I might want to be critical to. And that might be the one thing they need in today's day and age. When I hear about a lot of people hurting today, one of the reasons they overreact is they're just hurting. Now, they go way too far in a lot of areas, and it's not, it's not at all in deserving of what they do to some people. But what we could do if we used our voice for good, here's how he finishes the verse in verse 29. We use our voice to the use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearers. You know that word grace is the same word when we talk about the other God giving us grace. It means unmerited favor. Another way to put it is this, God giving us something we don't deserve. So if grace is God giving us something we don't deserve, we don't deserve forgiveness, we don't deserve salvation, we don't deserve heaven, but God has given it to us if we get saved. If we accept that grace, we can have those things and we don't deserve it, we can't earn it. So if that's the same grace, how do I show that? Well, I'm edifying to somebody because I'm giving them something they don't deserve. I want you to understand this is an important part of this verse. Somebody may say something to you or do something to you that is truly hurtful, and your reaction is to say something cruel. And you might be right in what you're saying, and you might be validated in what you're saying. But again, what did God ask us to do? Edifying, offer grace. So you have a chance to say something, and you can speak your mind, give them a piece of your mind, whatever it is. God says, no, 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 to that person, give them something they don't deserve. Instead of giving them what they deserve, a piece of your mind, offer them grace in your speech. You say, that's just, that's just weird, that's not normal. Oh, it's not normal. That's where the Holy Spirit comes in. As I grow in Christ, that's what I should be striving for. I change my mindset from what I think people owe me to I can be the one that helps others, and then I change my mindset to my speech. I have a right to be cruel, humanly speaking, but I have a biblical requirement, a biblical command to offer grace and edify people in my speech. Two mindsets. Two different changes it is something that we, you just say, well, I'm just going to wake up and be kind. No, I need to grow in Christ. I need to be in the Word of God. I need to be in prayer, be in church, growing in Christ so these things will begin. Feed the Holy Spirit so that I can begin to do these things. And watch how God can use these things amazingly. There are changes of mind that come from the Holy Spirit. May that be our heart. May that be our desire. These are not natural. They're not easy. But when you walk with Christ, they can become part of who you are. Well, thanks for joining us this week. As we finish off the week together this Friday, I greatly appreciate you giving me a chance to be part of your day. I really hope it's an encouragement. hope it inspires you in your walk with Christ. I hope you'll join us, if you can, Sunday morning. We have two services on Sunday, 10 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock in the evening. Hope you join us in person. If for some reason you can't, we will be live streaming, Lord willing, both of those services. So we hope it can be encouragement to you. Thanks for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you again on Monday.